Hey, this is Rabbi Zevvan, you're listening to the Daily Halacha, Kabbalah, and Machshava podcast series. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're enjoying this content, you can head over to yesodblocks.com, which is our parent website where we have a lot more Torah content of this level and much deeper, much more integrated, the full picture, all the things that we talk about in this series are really at yesodblocks.com at a much higher level, so you can not only get access to all of that awesome stuff, you can also join our support base. We're trying to get a thousand paid subscribers to yesodblocks.com in the next few months, so we're in the middle of a campaign to do that, and if you want to be a part of that, join our community, subscribe and support what we're doing, and you can help us change the face of Torah in the entire world, and take things to the next level to really show people how the Torah is actually the most sophisticated and advanced way of thinking that there is in the world, about and how to think about the world and about ourselves, how to explore the deeper intangible aspects of ourselves, as well as the more practical external manifestations of those inner spiritual realities. So, head over there, subscribe today, yesodblocks.com, that is the address, same as the name of this podcast, and support what we're doing. In this episode, so this is the Erev Shabbos episode. It is Today is Friday, and it is the week before Pesach in the year 2022. So we're going to be talking about some uh, Hilchos Shabbos uh, issues here that we've been discussing for the last few Fridays already. We're in the middle of this very dense section of Shulchan Aruch, and so we're really working through it very carefully. And so the, the, the step today we're going to take, we're going to actually try to move a little more uh, substantially forward in this particular section of Halacha, because we really have been trapped in it for a while, and it's time to sort of lay down some of the actual conclusion elements here. And so in order to do that, I want to just give a brief introduction here for, uh, of a concept, which is an expression of the core idea of malacha in the area of cooking, the area of bishul. And so the idea of malacha that we've been discussing until now is that malacha refers to the the taking of actions, the the behavior, the, the, the work, people usually call it. It's where you basically take your consciousness, your aware uh, ability to choose and to, to do and to use that consciousness to actually bring higher states of permanent change, higher states of order, of permanent order, to the world around you. That is the definition of malacha. And you can think of it as if we are a neshama, we are a self, we are this intangible self that is somehow uh, channeled through the mind and the emotions and the body into the world. So when we actually express our conscious self, the, w- the way the world works is it, it's very linear. It's cause and effect. Things happen and, and they simply impact other things and it leads to chain reactions. And all of this existence functions that way. That's the that's the essential main ingredient of reality that of this world and that and that is something which there's one anomalous aspect to the world something which is seems to not really fit into that larger structure and that is really us that is the consciousness that is the neshama that we are and it's also similarly if we the way the torah describes hashem that hashem is this this um super consciousness that is that is behind all being and at at its in his interaction with reality you could think of it as he is the one who is directing and organizing reality in which case as whenever consciousness is applied to the cause and effect system of reality then it can actually change the direction it can it can yank things in other directions, it can actually change what you think would be the actual uh, direct cause and effect dynamic, and actually change things and say that things will not unfold in that cause and effect type of way. And so that's the application of consciousness to reality, that's what we talk about with, with the neshama, that's what malacha is, and malacha is the, that's why the Torah describes when Hashem created existence, it was also called malacha, and it's because that's, malacha is actually simply an expression of your underlying self, your consciousness manifests through active choice in the world to create change in a permanent way. So 
That's true also with what Hashem did when he actually created the world. It's true with what we're doing whenever we try to make change in the world. And we, we're supposed to spend six days of the week doing that. And the seventh day is the day where we pull back and we try to uh, pull our consciousness out of the funnels of creativity that we've created to actually reconnect ourselves to the root of ourselves, which is actually Hashem's self, the higher consciousness, and also to connect to the other selves in our lives. And we discussed all this in previous episodes in the series. And so the example, and so yeah, I, I direct you to, to checking those out if you, haven't, if you haven't heard them. There's a lot of in-depth elements here. And, and the reason why we get fixated uh, in our malacha whenever we do it during the six days of malacha is because of the Eitzadas Tovara, the tree of knowledge. It creates distortions in our perceptions, and then we end up having a situation in which we actually uh, we get too embedded and too attached to our our sense of self in the malacha that we're doing. We start to over-identify ourselves as our malacha. We start to think, my accomplishments are what make me exist. That's how, that's how I know that I that I matter. And actually, the, the accomplishments are definitely a reflection of your existence. It's true that when we, do, when we do make change in the world, permanent change especially, we really do validate our own reality in a certain way because we say, wow, look what I did. Look what I can do. This shows my power. This shows that I'm real. This shows that I'm someone. But at the root, it's only supposed to really operate as a validation of an underlying truth. The underlying truth is that you are already someone, you are an extension of the endless self that is manifest as the totality of reality that we call Hashem, and then that is supposed to be the source of your self-worth, and then that can be manifest in the form of many different accomplishments. But if you keep trying to attach your sense of self to those accomplishments, you will start to feel very, very existentially dislocated because you'll start to feel like, well, if I'm not accomplishing, then who am I? And and if I, my accomplishment is not good enough, then people will see that I'm not really worthy, and you'll have a lot, a lot of insecurities, and that's actually a very, very prevalent issue in the world today and has been for centuries today, especially though, because there's so much exposure to each other. There's so much context for comparison uh, between ourselves and other people. And so that's something which is really a major issue now. I, I literally literally get messages every day from different people all over the world who are asking about that type of issue because it's such a core problem. And so, and, and by the way, it's very easy to reach me if you have questions like that or want to hear more follow-up um, comments on some of these issues. You can literally just go to yesoblocks.com. There's a WhatsApp link in the corner there. It goes straight to my phone. And I answer questions every day from many, many different people. So feel free to comment, to ask, to be involved, and to join this discussion of all these things. Uh, there's really a whole community that we're developing here that is all involved in that. So in this, in this, the, the point I want to bring up now is this um, this particular example of malacha that we're dealing with in this particular siman. We're in siman Reish Nun Gimel 253. Uh, and the malacha of Bishul, malacha of cooking, so there's a there's this, this funny... Um, quirk to it, which is that there is basically this, and it makes a lot of sense once we unpack it, but there's a principle that is described in Halacha and in the Gemara, in the Talmud, that says, Ein bishul achar bishul, that you can't, that once something is cooked once, you can't really cook it again. And so, when you think about what that means, so there's a few questions that, that, are, that are embedded in that principle, and the idea essentially is that, well, if malacha is about creating a, a qualitative change that brings something to a higher state of permanent order, permanent utility, so it makes sense that once you cook something, so you can't really cook it again because it already it underwent a change in status where first it was raw and now it became cooked, and that is a status that can't really be undone. It also can't really be um, done again. In other words, if it's cooked, means it's change in status from raw to cooked, so then... Uh, you basically have a situation in which the permanent change has already been effected and there is, you know, it's just finished, so you can't really do more of that. And so there's, uh, uh, there's a lot of different um, permutations of this principle. One of them is that uh, this actually applies according to a lot of the... the Talmud, the Talmudic opinions, the later opinions, the Rishonim, the commentaries on the Gemara, on the Talmud, this only applies really to dried food. In other words, things like meat or, or, or pasta or things like that, which are basically foods that are not liquid. 
and they're solid foods. And then when you cook them, so they change their state of being in a way that's permanent. And that's, uh, that's something which is very much like it's very visible, right? You take a piece of meat and it's raw and you cook it. So then it just changes its, its state in a very clear and defined way. That's not, the, that's not the same exact thing with liquid foods such as soups, which um, it's not super clear, like meaning clearly the change in status of, with, liquid, with liquids is that, let's say if you have like a, a, a very thin soup, like a chicken soup, so there's obviously solid food in there that gets cooked and that's very clear that it was cooked, but the liquid itself, the chicken soup liquid, so as it gets heated up, um, it's it does change in a certain way. There is transfer of taste from the different different things that are in the soup, but this but the liquid itself is, is something which, in, in many ways, kind of it's much it's a much less defined type of change besides just a, a, a shift of flavor. So in halacha, there are a lot of opinions that actually think that liquid actually can be cooked again because the definition of cooking with liquid is that it's just heated up and that's it. When you heat it and it gets hot hotter than a certain temperature, that's called cooking it and if it cools down below the temperature, now it's considered to have returned to its previous state. And so in this definition of cooking, the idea of malacha, of bishel, regarding liquids, is that you basically just changed its state in a way that means you added heat to it, and that heat now raises temperature, and that is a quasi that is, first of all, that is a change in state. That is a that is a it is an application of consciousness to create a change. But that change is and that change is kind of permanent. In other words, there is a there is a real change that happened here. But it if, then it reverts on its own over time because of of, of, uh, of you know essentially molecule exchange, gas exchange in the atmosphere. It then reduces its temperature and goes back to the uncooked state on its own over time. So that's the malacha of Bishel in a liquid form according to a lot of opinions. So so with these different definitions, what we want to basically ask, at least in regards to solid food, that's really what we're talking about in the particular halacha we're, gonna, we're about to learn, uh, we're talking about solid food, so what exactly is the point at which the food becomes cooked, where it now switches from being raw to being cooked? So that's what we're going to read now, and this is the, the ending opinion, really, of the Seif that, we're working at, work, that we've been working through in all these episodes, Seif Aleph, the first halacha in Reish Nun Gimel, in 250, section 253. So as I've been mentioning, the second half of this seif is a very long seif, and the second half is, is this other opinion, which is the one that we really do follow. So here's what it says. The Yeshomrim, there are those who say, in other words, there's another opinion here, Shekol Shanit Bashel, any food, any solid food, Shanit Bashel, that was cooked, Kimachal Ben Drusai, to the level of what's called Maachal Ben Drusai, which is defined as essentially a third or maybe half, somewhere between a third and half, halfway cooked. In other words, it's cooked enough that you could eat it kind of like in a situation where you needed to eat it immediately because you didn't have time to wait for it to finish cooking. It's cooked enough for that, but not more. So it's like still pretty rare, um, but it's not really fully. It's not really fully cooked. But it's that's considered to be cooked enough that it's cooked. So he says here, if you have something which is cooked that amount, oshnit bashel kolt zorko, or it was cooked completely. But if you leave it kind of on the fire, it still it kind of enhances the cooking, which until now has been described in previous part of the seif, the first half. If you go back three episodes, uh, you'll see it there that the previous opinion said that if you cook, if you have something which is cooked and it continues to get enhanced by more by more time on the fire, so then that would actually be a problem to to leave that cooking into Shabbos. Um, so here, what we're saying is that it's actually not true. If it's cooked at least somewhat, and even if it's fully cooked, but it still gets enhanced by being on the fire, still mutar la hashoto al gabe kira. You're allowed to leave it on top 
of a of a heating element going into Shabbos, and that's really what, if you recall, this the whole this whole seif, this whole section of halacha was discussing this concept of what's called shehiyah, and shehiyah means leaving food on a fire on some kind of a heating element while Shabbos is beginning. And because that's because we're still learning now about um, this idea of like, okay, so we're not supposed to do malacha on Shabbos. We're supposed to start pulling ourselves back and, and unfunneling ourselves, un- disentangling ourselves from malacha, pulling our consciousness out of all of our projects and back into our core self uh, on uh, like for Shabbos. And then the question is, well, in order to actually do things on Shabbos, eating food and be able to enjoy our, our, our time together with our families and, and with ourselves and with Hashem. So we need to have like light, we have to have heat, we have to have food, we have to have good food. So we're, and we're supposed to have all those things. So you're so the question is, well, what, you know, how do we how do we get uh, how do we blur, I guess, blur the lines between the the the, the Friday the Yom Shishi, the day that is still a Malacha day, and Shabbos. So we had all these examples of Halacha that we uh, of things you could do that kind of start a, a um, like a chain reaction before Shabbos, and the Malacha that you're starting before Shabbos continues into Shabbos in a way that is not problematic. And so here, the example that we're saying is if you have food that is at least somewhat cooked already. In other words, it it reached it reached this this level of it's cooked enough that you actually could eat it, even if you wouldn't eat it really, but you could if you needed to. That is already called mevushal. That's already called, and now you cross the line from not cooked to cooked. And that goes to our principle that ain't bishul lachar bishul. Once something is cooked, then it's cooked, and that's it. And so if you did that, and you have food that's reached that place, then in mutar lahashoto al gabekira, you can actually leave it on a heating element going into Shabbos. Even though it's going to keep cooking, it's going to continue to either get better or actually continue cooking from that one-third level of cooking to completely cooked. You're allowed to leave it that way, and that's because it's not considered to be cooking it anymore. Um, and, all, and, and, and therefore, since it's cooked enough, so now we had two issues that we had raised earlier that are that are problems in terms of uh, in terms of doing um, you know doing this kind of thing. The one problem is that it looks like you're cooking. And so we're going to discuss that essentially you have to there there are methods that we use to try to make sure that it doesn't actually look like we're cooking even if we're leaving this type of food on the heating element and this is something which which actually happens all the time many many people today are essentially like trying to leave food either cooking into Shabbos or or staying warm into Shabbos and there are ways to do it that don't violate any of these problems so the first one essentially here is that it should be cooked at a certain amount and once it's cooked at a certain amount so then we're no longer concerned that you might come to try to adjust the heat and and make sure that it's cooked faster what that means is if you recall from previous episodes is that this the main issue here with having food cooking into Shabbos in this way is that we're concerned that you might actually go up to the stove and just because it's very it's something which is again we're, we're kind of living on the edge here as we've also discussed that the whole idea here is that theoretically if the goal of Shabbos was to just not do malacha then why don't we just say just uh, have cold food and, and have all the lights off and have no fire no heat nothing because you're supposed to stop you know you're supposed to basically be like living in in the old days where there's you know in this archaic way where there's just the very primitive no technology that's not the goal of Shabbos the goal of Shabbos is to connect to ourselves and to pull ourselves back from doing specifically malacha in order to not let that pull our, our consciousness into these funnels and then lose touch with ourselves because of the way the Eitz Adas has formatted our consciousness so and formatted really our perceptual space so the idea is to try to have a day that is filled with enjoyment and filled with fun things that actually allow us to connect to each other and to ourselves 
at a higher level because when you have good food when you have good connections with other people it really opens up our it opens up our ourselves it, it allows us to really feel at rest and to to open up all kinds of areas in our minds that are closed off that are narrow because of all the heavy intensive investment that we do during the week and so that's what we're trying to do here we want to cook food going into Shabbos just the problem is that since we're do, we're essentially letting malacha happen on its own we're letting the fire continue to run we're letting the food continue to cook so the danger the risk with that is that we could accidentally just forget that it's Shabbos or just out of habit or out of concern we're worried about the food we have guests coming we want to make sure that the food's going to be good so we'll go and turn the fire up and so we're what we're saying here is that if the food is already cooked a certain amount uh, then at that point we're no longer concerned you're going to come to heat it in that way because people will at least say you know what it's cooked enough that it's going to be okay for the meal and so therefore i'm not worried about it anymore and i will no longer actually have any concern that i might need to actually heat the food and um and or to heat it further to change the fire level or anything like that so just to summarize all this, essentially what we kind of got to at this point is that this whole this whole seif was really focused on um, the the ideas of what's called shihia, specifically trying to leave um, food cooking into Shabbos in a malacha type of way, but in a way that you're not doing the malacha yourself. And so that's why it's it's okay to do that. You're letting it happen on its own because you set it up that way beforehand. So that's uh, that's something which essentially is the is the main theme. And the first parts of the seif were focused uh, intensively on these opinions that are just much more stringent, where basically the definition of cooking was if it continues to get heated up over and it gets and it gets better and better, it gets getting enhanced by what you're by what you're doing. So then that actually is considered to be a problem and something which you're not supposed to actually where we're concerned that then you might actually um, you might change fiddle with the with the heat level, you might you might uh, stoke the coals as we discussed in earlier episodes and so here what we're doing is we're getting to the end point which is basically the 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 way that we sensibly paskin according to most opinions nowadays uh, and the way that we actually live this halacha is that we that if the food is already mostly at least somewhat cooked and significantly cooked and either a third cooked or maybe even or according to some opinions halfway cooked you can actually leave it cooking into shabbos and that's not a problem that we're not afraid you're going to come to change the heat levels and so you know practically speaking there really are two opinions here um, and as always with the these different kinds of opinions are all accessing the same underlying principles. It's really a question of, of um, you know, perceptually, do we view something as cooked at a particular point? Do we view something as cooked as long as it's continuing to be enhanced? And also psychologically, are we concerned with people actually making this mistake and actually uh, changing the heat levels on their stove, trying to actually change the fire to actually make the food cook more? And you have to kind of know yourself where you're at with these types of things. And if you know this is the kind of thing you have a problem with, then maybe you should actually make sure to create more barriers for yourself in your own kitchen to not do the malacha of Bishel going into Shabbos in this kind of way, because the whole idea here, you don't want to accidentally do malacha and then you essentially end up violating what Shabbos is. And the whole, the seriousness of that is is essentially, it's kind of like if you're, you know, it's like if you're at your wedding and you're spending really, really, you know, intense um, time with your significant other, or you're, let's say you're, you're going on a, on, a, on a vacation with your significant other somewhere far away, you haven't spent a lot of time together recently, and now you really want to focus on each other, and then while you're there, you're constantly, I don't know, checking the sports scores, or checking your work emails, like, those are things that they seem like, you know, what's the big deal, I'm just checking the sports score for a minute, but because of the intensity of the connective dynamic, the connective context, connective setting, so those kinds of small things really cause tremendous damage to the connection dynamic, and uh, that's essentially all Hilchel Shabbos works that way, we're in a very very intense setting of connection with Hashem during this time and we're trying to actually allow our consciousness to fuse with Hashem in a very intense way and so when you then have that uh, con when you have this intrusion 
of malacha, even if it's just for a second, and these small moments, but those things all do mean something when you're with somebody that you love and you're in a very, very intense state. We can even, we can even you know, up the ante because it's not just like, oh, we're, we're, you know, you're with your significant other in a hotel room or something and you're just, you know, you're just not really doing anything. Like imagine you're in, you're in the middle of a very, very intense, I mean, maybe you're having physical, you're being physically intimate with your significant other. If in that situation you're checking the sports scores, you could see why that very small thing would really um, be a tremendous undermining of the connective dynamic that you're trying to create through the intimacy you're trying to share. So that's essentially the idea here is that the, the whole concept of the seventh day is that we're trying to pull ourselves out of all these things, all the all the investments, all the projects, all the distortions. Not that those things are bad, they're very important, but just to, to know that each thing has its proper time and, and place from a balanced place and then actually fuse ourselves with Hashem in a very intense way and also with each other to really make the day about consciousness, fusion, consciousness, connection. That is the whole point of Shabbos. And, if, and, and when we do that properly, that's then we achieve tremendous results. And when we don't really see that that's what it is, then we just say, oh, well, what's the big deal if I just do this or that malacha? That's when you really start to cause um, uh, this kind of damage. And again, unfortunately, because there's not a lot of sensitivity or awareness of consciousness dynamics today, so people don't always uh, realize even what Shabbos is. So this actually really needs its own episode to explain this more fully. But the core idea here is as I as I described it, and it's really manifest in this example as well. So hope you enjoyed that. Hope that was clarifying. And have an awesome Shabbos. Looking forward to having you join us for the next episode.